This is The Guardian. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Love Islanders have been speaking out about their post-show struggles. I no longer recognized who I was. So this week we're asking, is reality TV worth it? I think everyone has this myth on if you go on Love Island, you're going to become a millionaire. That's, you know what I mean, that's not how it works. The reality is, you've been on a dating competition where there's a £50,000 prize to the winners. Just like buying a lottery ticket on a weekend. Yeah. You're listening to Pop Culture with me, Shantae Joseph, for The Guardian. I cannot believe that the next season of Winter Love Island is just weeks away. Once again, I will be robbed of my evenings watching that show. There will be a fresh batch of contestants looking for love, fame, and let's face it, lots of them will want the influencer career that follows the show. But what happens after contestants leave the villa? The difficulties some face have been highlighted in a new Channel 4 documentary, Life After Love Island. No one was looking for me. Like, no one was checking for me. I tried. It's like they didn't even want to have conversations with me. At the moment, I genuinely haven't been (laughs) in, in, yeah, ages, six weeks, leaving the show. For those people who go on reality TV and find fame, I want to understand, is it really worth it? Who remembers season seven of Love Island? It was a wild time. Kaz and Tyler's storyline dominated the show and I remember socials blowing up after their big fallout. What do you want me to do? I've seen you in in bed with another girl, kissing her. Have you seen that picture? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it and it doesn't look good. It's not good. So Tyler went to Casa Amor, kissed another girl called Clarice and then brought her back to the main villa. It was spicy. But Tyler and Kaz, a.k.a. Kyla, ended up back together again and finished the show in fourth place. I can now reveal that the couple in fourth place is... Kaz and Tyler! It was cute. Then the real world happened and they split up. So I wanted to speak to Tyler, who was working as an estate agent before the show, about being on reality TV and what he went through after he left. Did you apply for the show or did they reach out to you? So I actually applied for the show 
and then went through the whole process, you know, done the interviews, done the medicals, et cetera, et cetera. And then they said, it's not happening. By that point, I was kind of like, all right, I'm done sort of thing. And then they said, oh, we'll reach out to you if if you're you know keen on coming on the 2021 version of the show. Mm. And then literally like a few, couple months later, they contacted me and I was just like, oh, wow, fair enough. And then went through the process again because you have to do it all again, essentially. What is it that you had to do again? Was it? Like more interviews. You meet the producers, you meet the the guys at the top, so the executives. Mm. Um, then they need to make sure you're fit to actually go on the program. So you have health checks, you know, so you've got mental health checks, physical checks, you know, things like that, sexual health screenings, things like that as well. And it, it takes a long time and they have to obviously sift through a lot of people. Um, mm. And obviously people are balancing that with work and things like that. So I was still working uh, in the property industry full time. So I was trying to balance that, you know, taking days off and doing this and doing and going after work before work. So it was it was quite hard. Do you think they were like really asking you questions to see if you wanted to be in the show for love or you were just there for fame? It was more the focus was more on are you are you strong enough to handle what comes with it? Because obviously it's a big change from going from your normal life to now everybody knows you and everybody's invested in your relationship and your life and your personal life there will be aspects of your life that are not hidden you know your personal life is not gonna it's gonna be on show now you can't do certain things did you feel like you know going on this show would be a good thing for you like did you feel like it would be good for your career and did you realize how much it would change your life considering what they were asking you for me, I, I never went on there to change my life per se in terms of career. I was thinking to myself, do you know what? I'll go out there. If I meet someone, I meet someone. Mm. If I don't, at least I have a nice holiday, I get to meet people. I wasn't thinking of career at all. Really? Uh, nah, not at all. I'm not really a social media person like that. So coming out and, you know, you have these followers, you have to blue tick or whatever it is, and you have to post and you have to show people what you're doing and engage it, it, that doesn't come natural to me. So can you talk us through like what happens when you leave the show? Like the first night you leave the villa and you're, are you taken somewhere? You know, when do you get your phone back? What is that all like? Yeah. We got taken back to like a separate complex. We have a lot of stuff to go through, a lot of paperwork to go through. And then we have some like talks, a bit of training, things like that. Like media training. In a sense, yeah, mm. just to kind of be out in public and what to what to say and what not to say. And then you get kind of like a rundown of like what's been said in the media about you or so, or, or so to speak, like the memes and things like that. And then you get your phone back. If they don't do all of that, you get your phone back and you see, you know, a whole host of messages, memes, media, everything coming out about you and you haven't had any training or any talks or anything like that, you could yeah. go on there and just say, blah, 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 you know, and just completely just, you know, shoot yourself in the foot and, and whatever. Yeah. But we flew back in the morning and then you get, you know, you get a, a cab to your house with security and that's wow. it. When you got your phone back and you were kind of acclimatizing to reality, like, yeah. was there anything that you saw that, like, upset you or affected you? It was mixed. I think anyone will tell you that it is mixed. There's a lot of trolling that goes mm. on when it comes to the show. You have, well, I personally had a big fan base, you know, mm. like, these were, like, ride or die kind of fans. And then you had 
you know, the people on the other side that was like very doubtful. Um, and then you had the trolls that were just mm. troll for whatever reason. I just kind of blocked it out and just spoke to the people that I cared about the most. At any point, did the fandom that kind of surrounded not just you though, but like your relationship on the show, mm. was that ever a lot of pressure? It's quite like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. very feral and it's it's become yeah. even worse, I would say, over the past couple of years. Because yeah. I always used to love tweeting along to Love Island, like nothing yeah, crazy, definitely. just like giving my hot take as like a pop culture person. Now it is like such a like toxic online environment that even the people who are like fans of individuals, I feel like do them a bit of a disservice because they're so invested in them. Yeah, yeah. no, no, totally. Um, on, on one hand, they're very supportive, but on the other hand, it's it's a lot to adjust to. Mm. You know, I remember getting messages like, "Why are you not posting? Like, why are you not together? Like, why are you? Where are you? Things like I'm thinking." bro relax like I'm trying to do you know what I mean can I not just chill with my family and, and eat or go out with a couple of mates and go to the cinema mm. do you know what I mean we're not joined at the hip or I don't have to be with the person all day every day I don't need to be showing this I don't need to be show- and this is stems back to my point from before I'm not a natural influencer so me posting 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 doesn't come natural to me I'm getting DMs like, oh, what's going on? Or do you know what I mean and it's the same what? people that are supporting you so I'm telling you it was intense it was very intense you forget like they see they see us every night and then to go from seeing me every night to not really seeing me at all uh on social media i think they, they it's a bit like cold turkeys i guess yeah but, and um, there's and there's a lot of like projection in there as well in terms of like people wanting you to live out fantasies they want for themselves almost and like yeah, making your relationship so. like the embodiment of their dreams Once you're out, did you have loads of like agents and brands and companies approaching you? What happened on on that side of things? When I was in the villa, my brother and best one of my best friends was in control of my all my social media. Mm. They screenshotted every agent that came into my mailbox, so in, uh, email or DMs. Yes, yeah, so I had a list, and ITV are nice enough to kind of let you use their space their office space to conduct interviews just sit down with people and just you know find out what they're about so I invited a few agents um down to the the ITV offices and picked from there basically and was there something you were looking for in an agent what I was looking for was someone that I could just number one trust number two someone I can talk to on a level in terms of just not about work another point as well is a few people have management before they go into the villa. Oh, because they are already content creators or they're already Because they've been scouted or, do you know what I mean, put forward or whatever it is. So I was one of a few, only, only you know, a couple really that didn't have management. In terms of leaving the show, finding management and becoming a celebrity because of a reality TV show, what was that like? for you because if that's not your reality before and then you come out and all of a sudden millions of people have been watching you every day for months like what was what was that like uh I think I underestimated it to be brutally honest in what way a lot of people don't understand how big the show is Mm. the show is actually huge 
And I think I underestimated it in a sense of that as well. So I'm coming out and literally just everywhere, you're getting stopped everywhere. Like you can't do anything. Do you know what I mean? And if you're not a person that could kind of run with it and just be like, yeah, cool, it's me. I'm doing this. End of story. Mm. It will it will get to you. You may, I don't know, you may go to the, the the corner shop or the supermarket or whatever, and then you'll see, you know, a bunch of maybe young people in there. You think, oh, they maybe will know who I am. Do I really want to go in there? More often than not, it is positive. Don't get me wrong. But honestly, Shanta, like it just gets it gets long sometimes. It does yeah. get long. You're asking the same questions. <laughs> the same question like every day. Like <laughs> I'm going, I'm going out to a bar with my mates, it's the same questions. I'm going out to mm. get to say I, I want to get a KFC. I don't know. I'm asking the same questions. <laughs> what I'm are they asking the you? They're like, oh, what are you doing? No, they're just how, no, it's like, oh, how was it? Oh, was it scripted? Oh, da 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 da. Like it's the same stuff. I'm paying for my shopping in in Sainsbury's. <laughs> And I'm getting it from the cashier and I'm just like, oh yeah. my God, it's just long. <laughs> like, do you know you what I need, mean? You need frequently asked questions like cards yeah, to hang out when people yeah, start chatting to you. That is insane. <laughs> and now you are studying again. Yeah. Yeah. So I am going back into my law degree. I've done my undergrad, but I'm currently doing my SQE. My mm-hmm. solicitor's qualifying exam, and the goal is to, in the long term, in the long run, become a commercial lawyer and then open up my own law firm. And you're just on that path now, like you're not interested in, kind of the influencing and stuff. Well, yes and no. I still do the influencing. I still will do show business if that makes sense. If the opportunity comes up, I will do it. You know, when I was coming out of uni, after my undergrad. I'll be honest with you, Shante, like as a student, I couldn't afford to pay 10, 11, 12, 13 grand on the LPC. It just wasn't going to, it's just, yeah. I was working towards it. Love Island obviously came calling or so to speak. And now it's opened up the doors to actually be able to afford to do the course. Yeah, I, I, I am grateful for it because before, as I said to you, you know, I wouldn't have been in a position to do that. Coming out of university, I didn't have, Mm. you know, the 12, 13, 14 grand on hand to just pay for the course and and progress. Do you feel like you've kind of done it the right way in a way? Because I think a lot of people, what I got from that documentary anyway, was that Mm. a lot of people went on the show, didn't really have a kind of area of expertise, whether it be content creation or whatever it was, kind of went on, expected the like Molly May level of like mm. fame and fortune and then didn't get it and then like really struggled to get back into normal life or had to quickly get back into normal life when it wasn't their plan at all. But one of the things they spoke about is people who had a vision for themselves often left the show and continued to be successful in what they wanted to do because they kind of had a plan. Like, it sounds like you yeah, had yeah, a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely had a plan. My advice for anyone that's been approached to do the show or if you're thinking about doing the show or whatever it is, do it for the right reasons. Don't go on there thinking, like you said, I'm going to be the next Molly May or, you know, it's going to change my life because it may not. For myself, I'm lucky to have had that focus before and that just stemmed from you know just me being focused throughout my academic sort of career and the thing is it's always something that I've wanted to get back into and I finally 
got the opportunity to do that. Yeah. So why waste it? Do you know what So I mean? you have so no regrets was... from being on the show? No, not at all. No, 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 not at all. I, I would definitely do it all over again. Uh, not saying I'm going back on, but I would, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Nah, no regrets at all. So in terms of finding love, which people go into the villa for, you obviously left with Kaz and you guys aren't together anymore, but what do you, how do you approach dating now? And has being on a show like that maybe changed your idea of love or what you look for in love? Uh, No, not changed my idea, not at all. You know, when I first came out, I had a lot of like friends that were acting a bit differently people that I haven't spoken to for years trying to get in contact with myself through friends or you know I think oh it's just because I've been on the show like is that real has it changed my perception on dating in a sense I would say you need to be careful like just who you I think that's in general anyway you need to be careful who you kind of give yourself to or or whatever but I definitely am a bit skeptical of of sort of um girls now but yeah just dating hasn't just it hasn't really been on the cards for me i mean the streets are hell there's there's nothing out here it's <laughs> it's crumbs the, the streets ain't going anywhere one thing i would say you know just before i go anyway is is that it is hard anyways like it's hard to get into the job that you really want it's life is hard you know love island's not going anywhere so they're just going to be a, a more influx of of influences and there's the previous islanders as well so it, it is definitely hard if you want to sort of crack the whole influencing thing and and be up there Let's take a hot sec and when we come back, I'll pull you for a chat about the business of influencer culture. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. If you didn't know me outside of this podcast, I should explain that I write as well as create content for brands, mainly around TV and film. To help me with all of this, I have talent managers at an agency called The Found, started by Francesca Zampi and Alice Russell. They mainly look after digital creators and talent. So I wanted to chat with Alice and Francesca about what it is like looking after people's careers in a bloated influencer industry. When I first came to The Found, I had left a previous agency and I was like looking for somewhere 
to be my home and I emailed you Francesca and I was like hi like I'm looking to be managed like are you looking at clients at the moment and when you kind of first got that email from me and you saw that I was looking to be managed by you what did you think about me and signing me as a talent? I was very excited to hear from you um, because I'd known about you for a long time and had followed you. So I was very excited. I think I stood up and said, oh my goodness, Shante Joseph's emailed me. He's ever in the office. There aren't many young women, I think, who are talking about politics in the way that you are online. The fact that you also had a really big Twitter following was interesting to me because I think that's quite a hard space for women sometimes. And you just always felt to me very bold and brave on there and just took people on about really interesting subject matters. The influencer market now is huge. And do you think that the boom in influencers like appearing online has changed the entire influencer economy or for even the work that you do? I mean, yes and no. It's the way that we all buy things now. So I think people keep saying to us, it's going to break, it's going to bust. And we don't see that. I think it's it, it has certainly evolved and changed. When we first started the company, it was the Wild West. You didn't even have to announce that something was an advert. You could just be paid to put it on. And we saw the guidelines come in. I, I think that maybe a few years ago, brands were working with influencers in a slightly different way. They might pick one that they worked with for the whole year and do a huge partnership with them. And it it seems to be that they're hedging and spreading a bit differently now, maybe spending less money on lots of people. But the one thing that we do know is that when influencers put things online, people buy them. And Mm. so it doesn't seem to be going anywhere for me. No, I think it goes up and down. I think people are quite excited about micro-influencers at the moment. Well, I think for a couple of reasons, you can reach sometimes a bigger audience just working with lots of different smaller influences and I think also because because consumers are quite wise to being advertised to it's funny that word influencer because it is often spoken of with such disdain I think Mm. but actually you know talent celebrities whatever one you call people for as long as they've existed have had influence on people they've been tastemakers (laughs) I think, I mean, I suppose to go back to found, the difference is that we look after people who have other means of being talent. Yeah. Um, But it just so happens that because people are really interested in them, they also want to know where they buy their trainers from sometimes. Within the agency, I think we represent about 45 people. We might get the same email for 10 people. And so, and we know that they're not going to be working with everyone. So they sort of, there seems to be like rapid outreach and, and rapid, mm. one answers very quickly. If you don't confirm your client very quickly for that fee, they'll move on much faster. It used to sort of be a lengthier process. We definitely don't feel that brands um, are backing off working with influencers. Yeah, the dynamic has just kind of changed with like yeah. how they work and who they want to work with. For a lot of people, being on TV is kind of seen as a big break. Not everybody who is on a reality TV show leaves with huge followings or an increased income. And for some people, it does work out. So for you guys, like, why do you think it is that some people make it big when they go on a reality TV show and other people don't? Uh, It's a hard question. I mean, some people just have magic. And when they get in front of a camera and an audience, people fall in love with them. I think the people who've managed to make the most of those sort of reality show opportunities have often come into a reality show with an expertise or something that they're doing existing. For example, our brilliant client, Dr. Alex, was always very much known as a doctor and left Love Island and decided to return to his medical work. And then, well, his career's had an amazing trajectory ever since. But at his core, whilst Love Island was a a moment of, of 
rapid exposure. He had his thing already. It's the people who use it surprisingly as well, I think, and don't just get out there and and, and think they've they've come off a big show. Let's just make hay and say yes to all the brand partnerships that that are there for them. I think the point you make about Dr. Alice is really interesting as well, because I even just remember during all of like the pandemic and stuff, and he was talking a lot about what it was like to be a doctor at that time. And if someone, if a producer reached out to me and was like, you know, we want you to be on the next Love Island summer 2023, what advice would you give me? We'd have a lot of serious conversations about it if you wanted to do it. I think that, you know, if people want to do it, um, then we're never going to say don't. But I think people have to be very aware that they have absolutely no control about how they're going to be edited. And we work with people who've been on reality shows who were edited sort of badly, I think. I think people probably go in thinking, oh, people are definitely going to fall in love with me. And you really have to think through what's going to happen if they don't and people don't like you and what your life might look like um, and how hard that would be. But also you just never know who else is in the mix. Mm. Yeah, that's who might really, really wind you up justifiably behind, you know, when the cameras aren't rolling. There's too yeah. many, too many unknowns. Stick yeah. with them, what you can control. <laughs> no, it's true. I, and after watching that documentary as well, I feel like, like, I mean, not that I would ever be approached to go on that show anyway, but like right. it's definitely, <laughs> definitely struck right. me with fear because I'm just like, wow, so many, I guess it would be different for me, but you see like so many of the people who went on that show were like, you know, I thought I was going to leave with a million followers and then they leave yeah. with 30k followers and all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. like a running joke for ages. It's like, it's quite yeah. scary, especially if you're not in that world at all. Do you, do you have any desire to go on one, Shante? <laughs> do we need to have a conversation? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am so fine here. I love I love to talk about it, but I don't think I'd ever want to be in the thick of it. I just think yeah, it oh opens gosh. you up for so much like abuse and criticism that you can't even defend yourself from because you're you're no. t- too busy on the show and it's a shock when you come out. Also, you're so scared of spiders. Please never do yeah. that show. Oh, my days. <laughs> petrified we love strictly yeah that's all right that'll do maybe i'll do that one i'm good at dancing anyway i definitely see myself on there yeah all celebrity (laughs) i feel like tyler was quite guarded with me and i can understand it when you have a presence online anything you say can be taken out of context But I still find it hard to understand why you would put yourself through the process of a reality TV show. And I'm skeptical that you do it just for fun. For me, the risk of being portrayed as a villain and then the work drying up afterwards is really not worth it. I mean, you heard my manager, Love Island might not be right for me, but maybe the real housewives of The Guardian would work. Just saying. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, then please subscribe and leave me a review. This week's episode was produced by Hattie Moya, sound design by Mal Lasetto, original music by Axel Kakutier, and the executive producer is Maz Ebtahaj. See you next Thursday and don't put all your eggs in one basket.
This is The Guardian.